What's up, everybody? Welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato. Today, we're going to talk about why your wasted potential should be your biggest fear. So this topic came from a text conversation. That's actually very weird to say, a text conversation. I guess it's a normal, I don't know, maybe it's just a mess. I don't really know what the actual way to say it. Like, you ever think about how, like, 10 years ago, that what, maybe 15 years ago, that was not a thing. If you would have said text conversation to somebody, they'd have been like, I don't know what you're saying to me. I don't, I don't know what that is. Anyway, sorry, I think about these things randomly. I had a text conversation with one of our members yesterday. He sent me a picture, and it was an army guy jumping out of a plane. And the caption said something to the effect of, your living in comfort is wasting your potential, or something like that. And I said back to him, wasted potential is my biggest fear, which it is. And by the end of this, maybe you'll understand why, and maybe you'll understand why it should also be your biggest fear. But I just said it to him, and that was that. I didn't think anything of it. So he said back to me, sounds like a podcast episode. And I said, noted, more to come. And here we are, the next day, talking about why wasted potential should be your biggest fear. Now, technically, when you see this, it isn't the next day. You'll see this maybe five days later or something like that. But wasted potential is one of the scariest things because on our deathbeds, we think about regrets. We think about the things that we wish we would have done. And the majority of the top five things, you can go find this, the majority of the top five things that we think about, if not all of them, it's, I wish I would have focused on my health more. I wish I would have taken more risk. I wish I would have started that business. I wish I would have tried harder in my career. Like most of it is about fulfilling potential. And that's a big reason why. That's my biggest fear. Because to be on my deathbed, I want to be able to answer the question, how did I do? Did I fulfill my potential? Did I do my best? With a confident yes. Now, of course, I can never know and none of us can ever know if we actually maximize our potential. As a matter of fact, I would say that none of us can actually say that we maximize our potential because we have to first understand that we're not putting in as much effort as we know we should before we actually start to do it. For some people that takes 10 years, some, some people that takes 20, for some people it takes 50 years to start to go, oh, I can actually do more than what I'm doing. And no matter how long it takes you, that part's not important. What's important is that it happens and then you change something to do, you change something so that you can do something about it. So I don't think any of us can actually say that we literally actually maximize ourselves full out, all out from beginning to end. Like we can't say that. But what we can say is that at the end of our lives, when we're lying on our deathbeds, hopefully we can go, yes, I gave it my best. 
with a confident, yes, I, I gave it my best. And when we're asked what our regrets are, maybe we can think of some, but hopefully they're not something that has to do with maximizing our potential. So what is maximizing our potential about? What is potential? How does that have to do with, what does that have to do with us? Well, it has a lot to do with us. The definition of potential that I found that I appreciated most and that is best for the context of what we're talking about is your inherent capacity for growth, development, and future success. And it's important to understand that growth, development, and future success doesn't just have to be in like a financial or career category. Those areas are important. But I think when most people think of success, they think of financial success or career success. But that's not the case. There are many areas of life, I think all of us understand that, and there are many areas of life that you can be successful in, that you can grow in, and that you can develop in. There are many areas. And so you have to think outside of that box of financial or career success and realize that it's maximizing your potential, your po potential in life, maximizing your potential in life. And I believe that all of us can get pretty darn close to stretching our full potential in life, not just balancing. We got to balance this with that. We got to balance our work with our life with this and that. It is just life. That's all. The only reason we even stress about balancing work and life is because we say it. <laughs> like literally, it's only because someone has told us that we should balance work and life. And if we don't, we're a bad person and we're going to be stressed out. That's the only reason. It is just life. And if you maximize each moment, moment to moment that you're in, then you will be maximizing your potential in each moment, in each category, in every part of your life. That's the point. That's what growth, development, and your future success and maximizing that, that is about. And I believe that's a big reason why so many of us are having trouble today. Like, Anxiety and depression are at their highest rates ever, which is ironic because like we have more comfortable things, we have more comfortable lives, we have literally almost everything that we need, actually we have everything that we need. So the fact that we're at our highest levels of anxiety and depression ever means something's missing. And a couple episodes ago, I talked about the difference between simple and easy. You can go back and watch that episode. But one of the things that I talked about in there is that we have a biological need for progress. Our ancestors fulfilled our biological need for progress by hunting, by literally surviving. Once they ran out of food in a particular area, they had to go to another area and find more food. If they didn't have safety and shelter over here, they had to go to another area and find safety and shelter. They had to progress somewhere else. They had to move somewhere else. Had to. Didn't have a, chance. Didn't have a choice. They had to go somewhere else in order to literally stay alive. Now, today, we don't have to do any of that because we all have houses. We all have shelter. We all have 
plentiful food. All is maybe a stretch, a stretch, but if you're in the United States or if you're in a westernized society, you have plenty of food. We literally have everything. And so we don't, we like that existential threat to our survival is gone. So now we're just so comfortable. We have no reason to progress unless we build it in, unless we force it to happen, unless we make it happen. And we have to make it happen because no one's going to choose you. You have to choose yourself. So you have to start to make these choices to start to progress and move forward and maximize your potential. So the way that I like to think about why it's important to maximize potential. Like I said, lying on your deathbed, being able to answer the question, how did I do with a comfortable, yes, I think I did my best. That is one thing that drives me. Another thing that I like to think about is being at this, being at the gate to heaven. Now, admittedly, I'm not like a God fearing person, but I think this story, I think about this story often not story, but I think about this analogy often. So imagine yourself being at the gates of heaven and the gatekeeper stops you before he lets you in. And he goes, starts asking you all these questions to see how you think your life went just to make sure everything's good and everything squares away. Yeah, I think I did a good job. I did a couple sins over here and over there, but I think over the long haul, I did good. It was, I did more good than I did bad. Well, do you think you did your best? Do you think you did a good job in life? Do you think you maximized yourself? Well, you know, I could have done better, but I think overall I did a good job. And so he starts to go, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and play your movie for you so that you can see how your life went. So he puts your movie up and you start watching your movie and you go, uh, that's not my movie. That's not me. He goes, well, just watch to the end. You might change your mind. So you watch to the end of your movie, you get to the end. And you go, uh, that wasn't me. That wasn't my movie. And the gatekeeper goes, that's not who walked up to this gate, who you are right here. That's who you could have been. That's if you maximized yourself, that would have been you. And that idea scares the crap out of me. <laughs> that is why wasted potential should be your biggest fear. Standing at the gates and going, that is who you could have been. That is what could have been. These are the people you could have helped. And that idea might drive you to do something different and drive you to change something. So we don't fulfill our potential. And we have to push ourselves to do so. But there's reasons why we don't fulfill our potential. Of course, there's reasons. And to help you understand a reason, I'll go ahead and I'll tell you a story of my youth and this will help us get to the reasons of why we don't fulfill our potential. So when I was younger, and I like to still think I'm somewhat of an athlete, but as a youngster, especially like I was, I've developed early. I was shaving at, in sixth grade. I was bigger than everybody in seventh grade. I was the guy that like developed early. I was faster than most of them, them. I was faster than most everybody on my team or at school. I could jump pretty good. Like 
I was pretty strong, not the strongest because, you know, I'm a thinner build. So plenty of guys who are stronger than me, but overall pretty good athlete. And I don't say that to like pat myself on the back and hope that you're impressed by it because that was 20 years ago. And if you're impressed by myself 20 years ago, it means nothing to me because I want you to care about what I'm doing today. But nonetheless, like in the context of the story, like I was a pretty good athlete. Part of the, I don't say downfall, but like part of the, part of what held me back at the same time was being a good athlete. I was good enough that I could just do what I needed to do to be slightly better than most people. There were plenty of people, again, who were better than me, who I honestly could have been as good as, if not better than, but I could still be better than most people. But I didn't fulfill that. And I always had reasons why. I always had justifications why. And until... Of course, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Until I look back, I didn't see that all I was doing was protecting myself. All I was doing was protecting my ego. All I was doing was figuring out a way to be able to justify why XYZ didn't happen. And so here's the reasons why we protect ourselves, and I'll reference it back to the story. Number one, we're too damn comfortable. I was a good enough athlete to be able to do what I needed to do. If I tried just a little harder, then I could beat somebody. But if I didn't try hard enough, I could say, oh, well, I just wasn't. It was just an off day. So I was comfortable with how good I was. I was comfortable with how things were. And I didn't try any harder so that I didn't fail if I did. So I was very comfortable with how I was. In our lives today, we're very comfortable. We are super uber comfortable. We live in 72 degrees. If it gets below 65 degrees, we put on pants and a sweatshirt. If it gets above 85 degrees, it's too hot and we don't go outside. Like we live in a 72 degree environment in our homes, in our cars, in our offices, and we are uncomfortable and at a five degree range on either side of that 72 degrees. Our chairs are comfortable, our cars are comfortable, like we just live a very comfortable, cozy life. And because we're too damn comfortable, we don't fulfill our potential. Comfort breeds contempt. And so unless you force yourself out of comfort, you're going, it's, it's going to keep you there. It's going to keep you in that position. And you're going to always feel this angst that there's something else, there's something missing. Number two is we're comparing ourselves to the wrong crowd. When I was in school, my dad always said to me, always said this to me, and I always just got pissed at him because I was like, well, my friends are cool. And, I, and trust me, I love all, I still enjoy all my friends from high school. I talk to them often. Doesn't mean I don't, sadly don't hang out with a lot of them still, but I still converse with them. But back then my dad would say, you got to quit hanging out with this guy and that guy and this group and that group. Because you're going to end up being like them and they're holding you back and blah, blah, blah. And I'd always go, well, I like my friends, dad, which was very true. I loved them. I loved them a lot. And, and at the time, I didn't believe that they were holding me back. Now, I could still justify that they weren't and I was just holding myself back. Actually, I can say for certain, like, I was holding myself back and not them. At the same time, when you surround yourself with a different group of people or a group of people, let me 
start back. When you surround yourself with people who are just the same as you, or maybe not even as developed as you, then you have no reason to develop yourself more because number one, you're comfortable. And number two, everyone else around you is the same. So you look around and you go, well, I'm not doing too bad because everyone around me is the same or maybe slightly worse. So you go, well, I guess I'm doing okay. So you, you have the crowd around you that is there to keep you comfortable. And so you stay comfortable. You stay with the things that you're certain about. I'm pretty certain that, you know, in this circle of people, I'm going to, you know, stay at the hierarchy that I'm at. That's a conversation for another day, but like, that's what happens. And then the last thing that we do is we justify by saying, if we never try, we can say we never failed. In my scenario, when I was young, if I knew like this, I can, I can actually visual, visualize these things happening. Like I knew if I didn't try harder, like if I didn't try as hard as I needed to, I could justify it somehow. Well, I had an off day. Well, you know, my hamstrings were tight. Well, this happened or that happened. I could always justify it somehow. Well, I just didn't, I just didn't try that hard. So I could always justify why I failed. I could always justify why I didn't do my best. I could always justify why the guy beat me. And that's what we do in our own lives. That's what we do with our own potential, with our own health, with our own careers, with our own financial, anything. Like that's what we do. When we're not hitting the strides that we think we should hit or that we want to hit, we can justify it to ourselves. Well, I'm not trying. So how could I be failing if I'm not trying? Well, not deciding is a decision. And so not deciding is deciding to not pursue betterment for yourself. So it is a choice. So that's what we do. We get comfortable. We surround ourselves with people that make us comfortable. And then we convince ourselves and justify to ourselves our failures by, by, you know, just saying, well, I didn't try that hard or I didn't try at all. And so how can I be a failure if I didn't try? And so we live, when we live with that, those justifications and we live in that feeling, like I said, we get this feeling of angst. Our biological need is progress. We need to move forward. We need to feel like we're progressing. It is built into us. Our ancestors had to do it because they would die otherwise. And if you don't figure out a way to progress yourself, that angst is going to be there. That feeling of something missing, something's just not right is going to be there. You want to, like, I believe that most people want to feel better. I believe that most people want better health. I believe most people want better fitness. I believe most people want more out of their lives, want more fulfillment, want more whatever. But if you're busy justifying yourself into a hole, you're not going to pull yourself out. So how do we start to maximize our potential? How do we start to shift it so that we can actually get the most out of ourselves, out of our efforts, so that we can become the best person possible? Because it is possible. And I'll tell you about it once I take a drink. 
excuse me, out of my wonderful Thrivology mug, it is possible for you to start to maximize your potential today. Today. So when we think about the idea of maximizing our potential, coming our best selves, about all of that, when you hear somebody say that, when you hear me say that, it, it feels big and it feels burdensome and it feels like too much. And maybe in your brain, you're like, become my best self. Like, how is that even possible? Where do I, is there a self out there that is my best? Like, I don't know. And so it feels like too much. And when something feels too much, then we just don't pursue it. Like, we just don't do it at all. We just don't even try because we're like, well, I don't even know what that is. And the idea is obscure to me or it seems too big. And so I don't even try. And maximizing your potential is kind of one of those things where it's like, eh, maximizing my potential seems like a very big deal. And it seems like a very big project. And I don't, I don't even know how to start breaking that down in my head. And while... Your potential, which is far away, is a big project. The steps that you need to take are simple. If you go back and listen to the episode of the difference between simple and easy, you'll understand. The steps that you need to take are simple. It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. You're going to have obstacles. Things are going to get in your way. People are going to get in your way. All of that's going to happen. It's going to be tough. Yes. Anybody who's telling you anything different is either lying to you or selling something. So yes, your potential is a far way away and it's going to be tough getting there. It takes simple steps. It takes simple steps and you can do it every day. And if you maximize your potential within every day, within every bucket of every day, then you start to move toward that person, toward that best version of yourself, toward the person that you know you can and want to become. And so how do we start doing that? Three things, and these are not the only three things, but these are three things that will definitely get you moving in a quality direction. Number one, do something uncomfortable every single day. Every single day. So uncomfortable is different for every person. Some people have lived much more comfortable lives and in a much more comfortable setting for too long. Other people already challenge themselves pretty regularly. Someone who is a rock climber and goes and climbs cliff cliffs, steep rocks. I don't even know what the technical term would be to call them, but like if someone's climbing a rock and they do it without ropes and all that good stuff, like eh, their challenging is going to be a little different than somebody who's works from home, doesn't really have to drive anywhere, gets their groceries delivered, hasn't worked out in five years. Like that person's challenging is going to be much different. So do something uncomfortable every day, and that's going to be relative to who you are. A couple of examples, which, like I said, these can be very simple ideas. They don't have to be uber challenge, like they don't have to be super crazy. Basic things include, if it's cold outside, go outside first thing in the morning in shorts and a t-shirt and stay out there for 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever. Just be cold, deal with it. You'll be able to go back inside in a second. Or take a cold shower, Every day, first thing in the morning, 10-minute cold shower, done. Or exercise, exercise every day. If it's hot outside, go outside when it's hot. Stay out there, make yourself hotter than usual, whatever. Go get in a sauna, 
Like those are some basic ideas of making yourself uncomfortable. If it feels uncomfortable to you now, to any degree, figure out a way how to plug it into your life. And like I said, it can be small things, but start with something and do it every day. Because as you make yourself uncomfortable and the more uncomfortable you make yourself and the more regular that you make that, then uncomfortable things don't seem like as big of a deal. You kind of go, okay, well, it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but I'm already the kind of person who does things that are uncomfortable. So here we go. Let's go ahead and do this thing. And that's what it's about. When I say it doesn't have to be, you don't have to start with like some big intricate thing. You can start with some basic things like going outside when it's cold, going outside when it's hot, taking cold showers, getting in the sauna, exercising regularly. Like those are basic things that we, you can do every day. And if you do them every day, you become the kind of person who does uncomfortable things. Okay. And that is what starts to fulfill your potential. You can't fulfill your potential without stress. You need it. Uncomfortable things are stressful and therefore let us and allow us to grow. Has to happen. So number one, do something uncomfortable every day. Number two, surround yourself with people who are slightly better than you. And by slightly better, I don't mean from a hierarchical standpoint because I don't believe in hierarchy at all. We are all just human beings. The only thing that makes us different is our behaviors and our habits. What I mean is, within behaviors and habits, people who are better than you. <clears throat> My voice may have just cracked a little bit. At any rate, people who are better than you. So if you want to exercise more, go hang out with people who are slightly better exercisers than you are. If you want to be a better basketball player, go hang out with people who are slightly better at playing basketball than you. If you want to be a better computer programmer, go hang out with people who are slightly better computer programmers than you. And here's why you want to hang out with people who are slightly better and not absolutely phenomenally better. Some people can do that. Some people can hang out with those people who are just rock stars and work up to their level. But a lot of people have a hard time conceptualizing, like I said, the big picture. Like if, if you're hanging out with people who are just a lot better than you at that thing, you may not even feel like you can get there because you're like, man, that's way too far away. I don't think that I can make that. You might be able to do that. That might be you, but a lot of people just can't. And so if you find a group of people who are just slightly better than you, you can go, I can take these next rungs and take these next steps and I can achieve that level. I can get to that next step. I can achieve that next rung. And so that's why it's important to expand your audience and expand your group of people uh, and start to build in people who are, who, who are better than you at the thing that you're trying to maximize. Last but not least, raise your standard of effort. So we tell ourselves that we only have the energy to work for eight hours. We tell ourselves that we only have the energy to exercise for 30 minutes. We tell ourselves that we only have the energy for X, Y, Z. We tell ourselves we only have enough willpower to overcome so many temptations. And what David Robson teaches us in his book, The Expectation Effect, is that when we tell ourselves that, our body will literally only release enough energy potential to fulfill that. If we believe that our willpower is finite, our body will only release enough energy to allow us to fulfill that potential. But if we believe our willpower and our energy is infinite, then our body will literally release whatever we need it to. Our body will literally give us 
the substrates that we need in order to produce the energy to keep going, to keep moving, to keep moving forward. And if you believe that your energy is infinite, then you will get it. You can increase your effort potential if you start to believe that you can do more. You can do more and you will do more if you start to do it and if you start to shift your mindset about what you are capable of achieving. That's what this is about. That's why wasted energy should be your biggest fear. Because if you are holding yourself back, you are not fulfilling your potential and you, you're only doing it to yourself. So start to open yourself up, start to believe in yourself and your self-worth and you will maximize yourself and you only have to do it one day at a time. Make sure that you also share this with your friends so that they can maximize their potential too. And until next time, here's to your success in health and fitness mastery.